The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Another adopted Galway man with me now in studio, Hector O'Hyokagon. He's back on TV screens tomorrow night, 9 30, our TG Cahar on the Philippines, Godina Solomons. Hector, how are you? Yeah, Tom Gamay. Yourself? Tom Studio at Brandon Gutiass. Oh, I know. Do you like the purple? Yeah. Yeah, that's your chance, not well. Yeah, yeah, no. Facelift, yeah, Gonajas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure about the um. What's uh, darkest? What's what's purple? Darker this. Darker will be dark. Darker this. Yeah. Or lighting. Snasil and snasilchi. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite regal. Anyway, the purple. Yeah. So listen, tell me about the TV show. You, this is back to somewhere you went. What twenty odd years ago? Yeah, the first time we were in Southeast Asia was 2001. Myself and Roscoe got on a plane from Dublin Airport. We were making 13 half hours. I sat beside Roscoe and I looked to the guy on the left. He had a, a Leinster jersey with the, the, uh, the, 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 a Leinster jersey, a Michael Schumacher autobiography. And then Evan was to my right, who was a larger than life, Gregorius lad from Mount Bellew. And I was going, am I going to spend the next three months with these guys? Lo and behold, I'm after spending the last 22 <laughs> yeah. years traveling with these two lads. And they're my brothers on the road. And we're delighted to be back with this one. Um, we wanted to push the boat out again on an adventure with maps and we wanted to go deeper and deeper and further and further afield. The furthest point we were afield was Papua New Guinea, Solomon Islands, 15,500 kilometres from Ireland. Yeah. We have time now because we're making an hour-long documentary that we can go really down and into the country all the way through Malaysia, through the Philippines, through Indonesia, which is a fifth of the world's equator. We drove the island of Java and then hopped into Bali. But there's 17,500 islands in Indonesia, not just Bali. And we've Bally Hale and Bally Gar and Bally Bunyan and all the Ballys here. We should twin one of them up. But look at uh, deeper, further and more epic journeys. That's what we've been doing for the last few years. How different is it now compared to when you were there 20 years oh, these, ago? Look at these cities, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, uh, Jakarta, Manila. Manila is 17 million people. It's Metro Manila. It's nine cities making up one city. The skies, Manila has changed immensely from when we were there as young uh, TV makers from TG Car. It's it, this Sing, Singapore is the future. Singapore, they want it to be the future. Is it the future? But we tried. We tried to go down underneath into the shade and darkness of the skyscrapers mm. to get some really alternative stories to life in one of the world's most modern cities. Well, see, that's the key, and that that's always been the feature of these, hasn't it? Wherever you've gone, is that it's about life. It's about the people who live there yes. and live in these places. Cement is the same the world all over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Buildings are the same the world all over. Christ I don't tell them that now in the no, West. They're talk, they talking about mica and pyrite and things. <laughs> but but. The skyscrapers, global cities can be very, very similar. But once you go down into the world of the ordinary people and you find, look, at if we have a good driver, if we have a good fixer, we know when we land on the other side of the world, the minute the drive up, we throw the bags in the Jeep and away we go. And if we have a good fixer who we've been talking to for six months, they know the stories we're looking for. Mm. The undocumented millions of Indians and young Bangladeshi men who build Singapore every day of the week, who just like Qatar, all the tragedies and the, the 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 horror of what was happening, building a glitzy World Cup. The same thing is happening in Singapore. And one of the stories is we talk to the undocumented young Bangladeshi men and Indian men who have to pay ten thousand dollars and more to get a contract to build the skyscrapers and build these beautiful five star and six six star hotels that the tourists want. But when they get injured. And when something happens, they're undocumented. So that's the type of stuff we're looking for. Not that we search that, yeah. but we find that when we're seven or eight or nine days in the city, that there has to be another slice of life. Do, do you find like that the cities are getting more and more, as you say, kind of big cities around the world, there's a similarity to them. Like, has, has that gotten worse? 
you know that that it's the same coffee it's the same shops and the same it's the same developers Jakarta yeah. a massive city Jakarta is sinking in a year. it's probably a boots on the corner <laughs> it's just becoming it's becoming very systematic very homogenous like it's like very very similar having said that when you go deeper and you you will find off the side streets and when you go deeper into the with the right driver we can find the right stories but there's nothing more impressive these cities are super cities 750 million people singapore jakarta kuala lumpur mm. we've a great story in kuala lumpur underneath the petronas towers you know yeah. you, you know that image of the two towers together and the little bit forming the two of them yeah. there's only one piece of green left one piece of land it's 1.4 acres, one piece of grass, and it's surrounded by traditional houses. And the local soccer team is there. They've under six, under eight, under 10, under 12, under 14, under 16. And I met the chairman, a fantastic woman who loves Arsenal. And we had a great chat about life underneath the skyscrapers and that this is the only remaining piece of grass left in the centre of Kuala Lumpur. Go games. Go games. <laughs> That's what they're playing. <laughs> um, so are, are there things though when you kind of really go off the beaten track that you miss about kind of the creature comforts we've all gotten used to? So I'll put, I'll put, let me put it this way. By way of example, I remember getting off the Trans-Siberian Railway and we were out in Mongolia for days on end and uh, uh, living out in a yurt and we, we pulled into Beijing and we went to KFC and got a bucket of chicken. <laughs> because we just, we just needed, we just needed yeah. something familiar. Yeah, that's some, that's some uh, train ride, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible. Tra- we, we went from uh, Siberia to Mongolia on the Trans-Siberian. We crossed Lake, by Lake Baikal. I think for two days and two nights, all I saw was a lake. I mean, we think the Shannon is big until you oh, see Lake Baikal. But sometimes we get a bit of a goo on us, a longing on us for, yes. a, for a Burger King or something. <laughs> but uh, no, I'll tell you on this trip, when we get down to the so- Solomon Islands and the, and, the, and the Papua New Guinea, the red snapper, the yellowfin tuna, I mean, I'll tell you one thing, fish. There's some amazing fish in the ocean and down on this part of the world, the most important thing for these people is what are they having that evening for dinner? Are they having a bit of rice and are they having some fresh fish? And uh, that sometimes the most simplest of it is the most beautiful stories. And even in the even in the Solomon Islands, even in Papua New Guinea, Port Moresby, there's an island just outside Port Moresby, about 15 miles out, which is only fishermen families, mm. 75 fishermen families. And if you're not a fisherman, you're not allowed on the island. And every day they fish the fresh fish off the reef and bring it straight into Port Moresby. We spent a couple of days out on the island with these fisher people who fly in, bring in the fish every day and then to the market and then on through Papua New Guinea. Papua New Guinea is the second biggest island in the world. It is one of the most amazing things. And I thought I'd seen it all in Africa or being in the Amazon. We have never been blown away, the three of us, after 23 years of being in a world called Papua New Guinea because your mobile phone will tell you don't go there. Mm. They'll say it's dangerous. But we believe the mobile phone, don't we? Yeah, well, sorry, the Spanish government will tell you O'Connell Street is dangerous as well anyway. Exactly. So there's too much information being yeah. given. There's too much information, but Papua New Guinea is an incredible place. And I think we have a great documentary coming from it. Uh, Paul says, is there a country Hector hasn't been to at this stage? I'm sure there's a few. Where would you most like to go to? What's still on the list? I love an all- Listen, that Antarctic and Arctic are there. Uh, you do well now to find people in Antarctica. Yeah, but to really get to the, p- the people who live there. Yeah, but <laughs> down in the, the dark, under there, the towers. Isn't there not a load of commune of researchers that have a bar and a nightclub and everything down in Antarctica? I mean, there's a, there's a commune of researchers who are down there and they have all their, there's a little, like it's like a burning man in Antarctica <laughs> without the floods. Uh, North Korea. Would you like to yeah, go there? Yeah, could you imagine? I don't know about that. It's a, that's an interesting place. In. China, I always find fascinating. We've been in an awful lot of places. For 23 years, we've been in 100 plus countries. But 
the appetite is still there. The excitement is still there when I get to Dublin Airport. If Irish people don't get excited when they're heading off on a plane from Dublin Airport, we'll never get excited. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah come yeah, on. Yeah, you do. You get the excitement. So listen, that's back tomorrow night on TG Gaher. You're back in the hen house as well, are you? Yes, we can reveal the podcast is out next week. We're delighted after taking a sojourn. Isn't that a cool word for a nav man? Uh, <laughs> we're back. We have been recording for the last couple of weeks. We're like kids in, in senior infants. Tommy's back. Loretta's back. Next Thursday, it is live and... Uh, more stories, more crack, more laughter and more mayhem, I'd say. Yeah, well, listen, I look forward to it. Listen, as someone who knows well the uh, corridors of Montrose, what did you make of the big story of the summer? Yeah, it's very interesting, isn't it? I think the whole country was glued to it. Who would mm. have ever thought you'd be glued to a story like that? Uh, it's not finished yet, I'd say. As we develop, stories will develop, books will be written, documentaries will be made and who's going to play the lead in the film? <laughs> <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, well, you flatter tubs there now. Next week is a big week, isn't it? We'll all be glued to it next week, won't we? We'll all be glued to it and we'll continue. Irish people will all be there. I wonder what he's going to be like. It's like the food at a wedding. Was the wedding good? No. Ah, listen, but the food was cat. The wine was terrible. We just love, we love, we'll all be looking at it next week. I'd say it'll have well over a huge audience watching Patrick and best of luck to him. Yeah, best of luck to him and best of luck to Ryan as well. I was on Virgin Radio in the UK today. Yeah. I saw a few photos. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's trolling us all at this stage, sticking up these photos. Uh, A new new chapter for him. Yeah, I think more sinned against than sinning Ryan was and all of it. Listen, uh, Hector, best of luck and it's great to talk to you again. Bally Hale to Bally. Bally Hale to Bally. Yeah, twinned. <laughs> we'll send TJ over to teach them on the, uh, a bit of hurling. Here in Gurmila Margaret, Mass Moore. Yeah, listen, Gurmila. Uh, tomorrow night, 9.30, RTG Cahar on the Philippines, Kathina Solomon's Hector O'Hyokagon. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.